Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ready Set Disney podcast. I am your host, Corey G. And if you are a returning listener, thanks for tuning back in. If you're new, uh, welcome. I uh, will give you a quick rundown of our podcast. So this is a sort of a Disney planning podcast that started from our podcast. Uh, blog readysetdisney.com that my wife and I started a couple of years ago and after uh, we had started the blog I started listening to some Disney podcasts as we were getting ready for a trip and as I listened to the podcast I was the content was awesome really great information but the way they presented it sucked uh, it was very Disney like people were talking about pixie dust and um, have a magical day and it was miserable. I couldn't listen to it. And so I thought, wait a second, I'm a, I'm an adult comedian. My wife knows a ton about Disney. I bet if I married these two things, we could really get some information out there in a fun, enjoyable way for most people to listen to. So that's what started our podcast. And I got to tell you, I am so excited about this week's episode. I have been chomping at the bit. We just got back from Disney a week ago. Today is April 29th. We were in Disney for the week between Easter and uh, the last weekend that just passed. And we learned a lot. And I have been chomping at the bit to talk about Genie Plus and why it sucks and so I'm going to tell everybody now I, I'm an adult comedian. I have been doing my best over the past 10 to 12 episodes to keep things uh, very clean. And it's not that shit's not happening with this episode. I'm telling you right now, Genie Plus sent me over the edge and there's no way I can do this episode without swearing. Or drinking. That was my beer that I just cracked open because Genie Plus was the worst experience we have ever had in Disney World. And to balance my hatred for the Disney experience, I brought my wife on, who I will also tell you, wasn't really excited about the Disney Plus experience. So, Cal, say hi to everybody. Hello. Okay. You're always so um, warm and welcoming when I first introduce you. That's all you ever say is, hello. I'm sorry. I don't know what else you'd like me to say. Like, hi, however, how is everybody? Well, anyway. All right. So let's dive right into this because, uh, as as I said, we were talking a little earlier, you were like, oh, would you want to do an episode on this? And I was like, no, I have got to get into this Genie Plus thing because it was infuriating. So before we get into our experience, let's quickly, why don't you quickly recap for everybody Genie Plus and Lightning Lane just as a whole and what the options are if you were choosing a vacation. Okay, so... Genie Plus and Lightning Lane are the new terms for the FastPass system that used to be in place. Um, it allows you to skip over the standby line and, in theory, get onto the rides quicker. 
uh, the difference between Genie Plus and Lightning Lane versus the old FastPass system is that FastPass was free and now you have to pay if you want to jump those lines. In each park, there is one ride right now. Uh, it is the most popular ride in each park that is only available to skip that line if you want to pay somewhere between $10 and $15 per person just to get on that one ride. If you purchase the Genie Plus, it's $15 per person per day, and that allows you to reserve different um, lightning lanes, different opportunities to avoid that standby line at selected uh, uh, rides and attractions. You can use it for character meet and greets and a couple other things that are just absolutely not worth using it for. All right. Um, so wait, before we get into that, though, let's just recap. So Lightning Lane is a 10 to $15 fee. It gives you one ride mm -hmm. at each park. Magic Kingdom, it's Mine Train, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Mm -hmm. At Epcot, it's Ratatouille, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Mm -hmm. At Hollywood Studios, it's Rise of the Resistance. And at Animal Kingdom, it's the Avatar Flight of Passage. Yes. So you, for a unfixed amount, somewhere between 10 or $15, you get up first thing, 7 a.m. You try to get a lightning lane for let's say we're going to magic kingdoms for seven dwarfs mine train if you get it you pay 10 to 15 dollars per person that wants to go on that ride to go on that ride one time yes right and then and if the you want a lightning lane in another park if you want to get on flight of passage then right. you're paying another 10 to 15 dollars each ride has its own price and those prices vary depending on the day of the week and time of the year. Right. And then again, just to clarify, Genie Plus gives you a bunch of rides and events, attractions, things. But again, you have to get up at 7 a.m., sign on for them. Uh, but with that one, you pay $15 per person, set price. And... It doesn't matter whether you get one, five, 12, you just pay the $15 and good luck, right? Yes, but you can only select one, one at, a, at, a, at time. a time. Right. right. So while there are many, many rides and attractions in each park that are available for that Genie Plus through that Genie Plus purchase, right? you may not be able to get all of them because if you want the really popular ones, You've got to go in every two hours and try to get a new one. Right. Okay. And to set the table for everyone, we went during Easter vacation, April vacation to us Northerners, us in the, we've got people that listen in France. And so we got to be very detailed, right? The, in, in the Northern Northeast of the United States, New England area, April vacation, third week in April, Super busy time for everyone to travel. It's also a travel vacation for some other parts of the country. Um, and it is the second busiest time of the year, aside from Christmas. Is that right, Ben? 
Um, I think it might be behind Thanksgiving as well, but it's okay. up there. It's up there. Um, but it's not a time of year that we haven't gone in the past. We have gone in April in the past. We have, um, but not really. So when we went the last time we went at roughly this time of year, we were actually there the last week in March. Easter was very early that okay. year. Okay. We left the day before Easter. Okay. But still around that time. And the reason why this is important information is because we had Dave and Andrea on a couple of episodes back and they talked to us about their Genie Plus experience, which was way different than our Genie Plus experience. Dave and Andrea went the end of January, right? We went and we bill our blog and our obviously our podcast around like, hey, we're we're a normal family. We've got a 10th grader. We've got a fourth grader. You're in the school system as a teacher, administrator. Like we don't get to just go to on vacation whenever we want. We we don't have elementary school kids anymore. When MJ was in elementary school, we could pluck him out and go anytime we wanted. Not really because you're a teacher, but we, for families that have that flexibility, they can do that. We don't have that flexibility. We are locked into sort of the busy times, your vacations, your February, your April, June, July, August, this December. That's when we have to go. So our Genie Plus experience was during a very busy time, which I think anybody traveling in the summer is going to deal with the same shit show that we dealt with because it's going to be busy. The world is opening back up. Everybody wants to travel again. Like it is bonkers when it comes to traveling and Disney totally screwed the pooch on this genie plus experience. I hated every minute of it. So let's get into a little bit of the details. Full disclosure, we only did it once. And we hated it also. So everyone knows we were traveling with two other families who also had a shitty experience with this thing. So we have their input and their feedback. And then all of us through the trip, were talking to people in line. And when we got back about their experience and it is not good across the board. So let's set the table, babe. Talk to everybody about what day we used it and, um, you know, how we sort of prepped going into it. Sure. So we decided that we were going to use the Genie Plus and attempt to use the Lightning Lane purchase for our Hollywood Studios day. Um, we'd had several opportunities to be in other parks multiple days, but we were only set to go to Hollywood Studios for the one day and knew that right now Hollywood Studios is the busiest park in Disney. Right. And Absolutely. So we knew the place we were going to, gonna, yeah, yep. we knew we were yep. going to have to take advantage of every opportunity we could get to try to lessen the amount of time we spent in lines. Right. And we were okay with paying the additional fee because we felt like for our trip, not that it was shorter than what we usually do, but we only had one day in Hollywood studios 
And we said, hey, the only way we're going to check off everything on the bucket list is to pay the extra fee. So we just kind of have to do it because you're not going to get through the park without paying in one day without paying the extra fee. Yes. So we ended up, we got up at 10 minutes to seven the morning that we were going to Hollywood Studios. Uh, We had been out pretty late the night before because we were at the Magic Kingdom, which was closed open until 11 o'clock. So we weren't planning on getting to Hollywood Studios right for Rope Drop because they happened to be opening super early that day. They were, uh, I believe the early morning hours were starting at 7.30 that day. 7.30, yep. So we opted to, all right, let's get up. Let's see what we can grab for our lightning lane, grab for our first Genie Plus, and then make our way over to the park based on what time we got for either of those options. So we had everything set up, or so we thought. Um, we had our Genie Plus app in the uh the My Disney Experience app, we had the Genie Plus open, we had our party selected, we had everything ready to go, we had our game plan, two different phones, you know, you were going after the lightning lane for Rise of the Resistance, and I was going after the the Genie Plus, and we were going to try to get Slinky Dog Dash as our very first Genie Plus attraction for the day. And... I don't even know if it, we, we made it to seven o'clock before we hit our first roadblock. Well, right. So if we didn't make it to seven o'clock because we were traveling with a group. And that was when we got a text message from someone in our group that at 645, uh, she was like, oh, shit, Corey, I, I bought Corey's Genie Plus. So now he's in my group. So that was our first issue. But for a lot of families that are just traveling with four people, they won't run into that barrier. So we'll try to sort of talk around that as much as we can. Um, So talk about you had the Genie Plus experience. So talk about what you ran into when you were trying to book Genie Plus. And then I'll talk about my experience as I was trying to book the Lightning Lane. Okay, so. I do have to give the listeners a little bit of background on what happened with that snafu with you being linked to someone else because it directly impacted our ability to grab that very first Genie Plus. So when you go into the app, it asks you to select the members of your party that you are to, I paid the money and did everything, selected the four of us, paid the, and when I, at seven o'clock, I went on and I clicked on Slinky Dog Dash, chose all the members of my party. And I said, oh my God, great. We have like a 10 o'clock that's available. Clicked on it. And then I got this spiraling, something went wrong. And so I had to try to back out of it and go back and try to do it again. Refreshed my phone, did it all again, got a second time available, hit the button, And the same thing happened. And I was never able to grab that very first lightning lane at Genie Plus opportunity. Yep. What we came to find out was the reason that we, it was telling me something went wrong is because I had 
the four of us in our family selected as the people trying to ride. However, our friends who in our My Disney experience are linked as our friends and family somehow had gotten you into their group and they had booked a light, they booked something before we did and you were already assigned a lightning lane. And so I couldn't get anything for the four of us because you're only allowed one Genie Plus experience every two hours. Right. And I was linked with their Genie Plus experience. So it didn't grab the three people in our family that and give them the experience because I was messing it up. They threw everybody out. Right. Instead of just saying this family member is not eligible and letting me proceed with just the three of us. It wouldn't tell me what the error was. It just said something went wrong. Right. And it took us precious time to figure out what it was. And in that process, all of the uh, lightning lanes for Slinky Dog Dash were gone within three minutes. So let's, so we're not pointing blame on anybody in, in our group that was that accidentally made selected because as you said, you were talking about precious time. It is s- literally 6.59 and 54 seconds, depending on which watch you're looking at. And you are refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. And we tell everybody select the members of your party ahead of time. You have to do this process as quickly as possible. So when things come up, you are just clicking as fast as they come up. You are not reading everything on the screen. You don't have time because if you do that, you're shit out of luck. There's no way you're going to get anything. And to me, that was what it was so infuriating about this process because it used to be that 90 days before we were booking fast passes. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we all sat down as a family and we would be like, Oh, do you want to go on Dumbo? And we'll get a fast pass for that. We would book our three fast passes and then, Oh, you know what? Changed his mind or or we got dinner reservations. So we're going to change it. It wasn't this High pressure, you've got two minutes to either have a shitty day or have a great day. And you don't get to process any of the information that is coming at you. So, again, just want to be clear. We're not pointing fingers at anybody. The system sucks. Yes. And and to be honest with you, uh, later on in the trip, when I was helping the person who accidentally looped you in with something else on their my disney experience i saw on her phone exactly what happened we were trying to cancel a dining reservation or something it wasn't related to genie plus or lightning lane but i was looking at her phone and the way that it appeared it had here are the members of your family and she had a family of four and you could see all four of those people, your name was at the very bottom 
and you could only see it if you, if you scrolled scroll. up a little bit. Oh my so God. in those few seconds where she right. was trying right. to move quick. Nobody's scrolling she, to see right. who's on their she screen. She saw her four people. They all had a check mark. Yep. So she pressed Processed go. It. Yep. And that was it. So, and again, that's what we tell everybody ahead of time is like, hey, you know, as soon as you see it, you hit the button. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things. There's definitely design flaws in how it works. So just something for people to be aware of. If, if you are traveling with a group and you have people in your friends and family that are not your immediate group right. that you are paying for, you have to take that, you know, 0.2 seconds to scroll to make well, sure that everyone's not there. Well, so funny enough, right? The night before, I think we were at Magic Kingdom and I set up who I was making plans for the next day. And I had to deselect Jess's family from my drop down. So I had deselected them. That was the step that she was missing. She should have gone in and, and deselected me. But again, there's so much information out there and there's so much stuff to do. And it is seven o'clock in the morning. And mm -hmm. like you said, we were out late the night before. So it was just just everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong. But I, I don't I, I hesitate to even say that because. It, it it's a system flaw. It's not so much user error as much as it is. The system sucks. So, all right. So my Genie Plus experience was different. Your lightning lane? I'm sorry. Yes. My lightning lane experience was different. So in my lightning lane experience, now I took the lightning lane because I, I had heard Dave say, you know, I really wanted to get on this ride. I, I, would, I, would, I, did, I wanted to make sure it was right. Blah, 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 blah. So I was like, all right, I'll take the lightning lane for this. So I take the lightning lane. I got to get Rise of the Resistance. Now, the lightning lane, there's only one ride that you can pick from. It's a lightning lane, right? Mm -hmm. And you select in your My Disney experience the rides that are important to you. So I had selected the Rise of the Resistance. And on the, I wish I had taken a screenshot of this. And on the screen that I had... Rise of the Resistance was at the top of the screen. So I've got my, my watch, which has a second hand on it. And I literally am watching my watch and I'm just swiping down on my phone to refresh my screen. And I started at about 6.59 and 45 seconds, figuring some people's second hands might be a little different than mine. So I'm just going to start now. Every time I swipe down, rises at the top of the screen. Keep swiping. I keep swiping. I keep swiping. Finally, I swipe and rise of the resistance isn't at the top of my screen anymore. And I'm like, and I said to you, we were laying in bed. I was like, shit, it's gone. Mm -hmm. I swipe down. I swipe down. I swipe down panicking. I'm like, where the hell is this thing? I look down at the list and I realize the app has updated and now, instead of my list of experiences that I put in, now it has every ride in the park in alphabetical order. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck would they do that? I have no because idea. 
Rise is the only one that's lightning lane eligible. Right. If you're, there should be two separate screens. One for if you're going through the list, trying to pick your Genie Plus stuff. And then just one screen for the one ride or, you know, come August, they'll go back to supposedly in August, they're going to go back to having the two rides that are lightning lane. It should be two separate screens so that there is no confusion as to what you're trying to click on. Right. So I finally realized that it's an alphabetical order. So I hit the screen, scroll the screen up, hit rise too late, all gone. Literally, we're not talking minutes. We're talking one to maybe two before I figured out what was going on. They were all gone. Mm -hmm. And so we weren't charged for the lightning lane experience. But we also the only option to get on rides at that point was to stand in line. So we had a really frustrating experience with this. And then we decided, you know what? Let's just get up. We'll head to the park. We know that um, it, two hours after our initial go with this, we get another crack at a, a Genie Plus reservation. So let's head in there. We'll see what things look like, and then we'll go from there. And now um, we'll talk about what happened uh, after. Okay. Um, should we talk about it after? Or should we talk about it now? I guess maybe in the sequence of what things when things happen. What do you think? Yeah, well, I think it is an important piece to how we um, ended up yeah. planning out the remainder of the day. OK, so now we decide to get up in the morning and well, we're already up and we're decide. All right, we're going to head to the park and we'll just see how everything plays out once we get there, because we know we can make additional reservations two hours after. So everybody gets up. We, we get breakfast going. We're out the door. Um, tough morning. We get off the bus to uh, Hollywood Studios and about, I don't know, 20, 200 steps away from the front gate. I feel light and I'm like, where's my backpack? And I realized that I left my backpack on the bus, the same backpack that I talked to everybody about, about how to pack it, what you need in it, how important it is. And here it goes. I left it on the bus. And people who know me are not surprised at all that I was dumb enough to leave something somewhere so prototypical of me. So we go into guest services because at this point, right, I've got my card, not my magic band, totally different story. (laughs) I've got my card and my phone so we can go. what's in the bag is like water, you know, all the stuff I tell everybody is nice to have, but nothing that's going to stop us from experiencing our day. So I'm like, listen, guys, it's okay. Everybody stay calm. We'll, we'll, we can make this work. Go to guest services. And we explain to the woman at guest services, Sila, S-I-L-A or something like that. She was super sweet. We say, Hey, listen, we had a tough day. We, I got linked to family members and now, my family's got a 350 runaway railway experience that I can't be part of. She's like, OK, don't worry about it. I'll fix you. I, you know, I put you with your family. And then she said to us, hey, what other ride do you guys want to go on? And we kind of looked at each other and we were like, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, the, the smugglers smugglers run. She was like, OK, I'm going to get the four of you a pass to smugglers run that you can use. 
doesn't, there's no time restriction on it. It's open whenever you need it. Whenever you have a downtime, have fun, enjoy the ride. We were like, oh, wow, that was super nice. Um, and so we go off about our day. We look at all the wait times and we see Toy Story Mania isn't crazy. It's around 50 minutes. So we jump in that. And that brings us to just after 10 o'clock. We didn't have a ton to eat for breakfast. So we grab a bite to eat and we say, hey, we're going to hunker down, eat our breakfast, and we're going to go after our next reservation because you can make a reservation two hours after. It should have been 10 o'clock. But because Sila helped us and it was after it was like, uh, obviously, 838, because she said to us, hey, you won't be able to make another reservation until 1038. So we said, all right, we'll we'll hunker down. We'll have breakfast. We'll wait for 1038 and then we'll make our second reservation. So we had already gone on Toy Story Mania. We knew we had a a, um, a pass like a, a Genie Plus for Runaway Rail. And we knew we had open passes to Smuggler's Run. So we were like, okay, what are we going to go on next? We start to try to figure it out. And, babe, you were running this this part of the process. So talk about what you were going through at that 1030 time frame, trying to make that second reservation. Okay. So the other options in the park for those Genie Plus rides are Tower of Terror, Uh, which is something that we wouldn't go after. No one in our family has an interest in that. Um, It wasn't available at that 1030 timeframe anyway. Right. Uh, Rock and roller coaster, Toy Story Mania, and then other silly things that it's not even worth getting a lightning lane for. Right. Toy Story was gone. All of the Genie Plus options for Toy Story. Tower of Terror was gone. Not I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. I'm sorry. That's what Um, I meant. Slinky Dog Tower of Terror. Those were and Smugglers at that point was gone as well. Yep. And so the other options left were things like Muppet Vision 3D, which doesn't have a wait time ever. The only wait is waiting for the next show. Star Tours was available. Star Tours has a lightning lane. Indiana Jones's experience. Yep, the stunt spectacular. Yep. That seats 5,000 people. Yes. I don't know why you would need a lightning lane for it. So anyhow. The frozen, the frozen. No, no, no. I want to go through this because this is bullshit. The frozen. The fact that these things, the frozen sing-along. Again, how many people does that thing sit? Quite a lot. Right. So there is no reason for them to be part of the Genie Plus, and they were the only things available. To, I'm sorry. I'm furious. Go I ahead. know you are. Um, so at that point, there weren't a whole lot of rides that we either hadn't done already or didn't have a reservation for that we were looking to go after. Um so I was able to see MJ really wanted to get on rock and roller coaster. It was his first experience with that. And I knew that Caleb and I would not want to go on that. So I was able to go in. There was a reservation available for two to get for you and MJ to get on rock and roller coaster, but it was at like eight 50 or something like that at night. At night. Yep. And we had dinner reservations that night with our large party and we were figuring we'd probably be out by then, but you know, it was, it was something that we were kind of thinking about in the back of our minds in terms of this is the only thing available. So we're going to grab it, but it could be a conflict. But also 
important to know we this was Wednesday. <coughs> Excuse me. We were anticipating Thursday, Wednesday night, not being at Hollywood Studios until late. They close at nine. Yes. There's no nighttime show that they play a movie on the Chinese theater, but that's that there's no fireworks. There's nothing really worth sticking around for. So we really weren't thinking that we were going to wind up closing the park, which we did, but we didn't think we were going to be there that late. We thought we were going to have dinner. We were with a large group of people who drink and all of our kids get along and we anticipated the possibility of going back to somebody's hotel and going swimming well, or doing we something. We were getting out of there anyway. We were doing the extra hours at Magic Kingdom that night. Right. That's what it was. That's what it was. Which didn't Magic start Kingdom. until 11 o'clock at night. So we knew we had a little bit of a window to get into yep. Magic Kingdom without missing out on that opportunity for the late but hours. We also saw what happened. We were in Magic Kingdom on Tuesday the night before. And on Tuesday at nine o'clock after those fireworks, the place was a ghost town. So we were thinking we had from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. Because the park had extended hours from nine to 11. And then because we were staying in a deluxe resort, we had from 11 to one. We were like, oh, my God, the place is going to be completely empty. So that is what we were thinking. We're going to get out of Hollywood Studios. We're going to Magic Kingdom. We're going to do everything on our checklist there. But go ahead. Right. Sorry. So I grabbed that reservation on Rock and Roller Coaster for the two of you for later that night. And then I was also able to grab a Toy Story Mania for me and for Caleb at around five or something like that, 530 or something. It was within probably 20 to 25 minutes of our dinner reservation. But I was thinking, OK, you know, we'll we'll you have five minutes before that you can enter through that lightning lane. So I said, you know, we'll be there right away. Five minutes before our reservation, we'll walk right through, we'll get on the ride. It takes 10 minutes and then we'll go straight to our dinner reservation. So at that point, um, you know, we had another two, we made reservations for the four of us. So there's another two hours to go before we could make any additional reservations which would put us at 12.30 in the afternoon. At 12.30 in the afternoon, there were zero rides left in the park that had any available options for Genie Plus. The only thing that was left was the stupid things like Muppet yep. Vision 3D and yep. Yep. the Frozen Indiana Jones. And, yes. So by noontime, there was not a Genie Plus reservation anywhere in the park to be had. Okay, so to recap, we spent $60, not counting the experience that the staff member graciously gifted us because I'm an idiot and left my bag on a bus. What exactly did we spend $60 on. We spent $60 on one ride on uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Okay. You and MJ got a ride on. Well, so I, we were able to book a ride on 
uh, rock and roller coaster and a ride for Caleb and I on Toy Story Mania. Right. In you the, guys used Toy Story Mania. In the end, MJ and we never used those extras because we were able to get on them during lower wait time option opportunities. MJ and I waited an hour for rock and roller coaster. Mm -hmm. And while we waited an hour for rock and roller coaster, you and Caleb went back on runaway railways, runaway rail. Yes. Right. And then as a family, we tried to jump on uh, Toy Story Mania. That's a different episode to talk. I don't know if that's a different episode. It is. That's a wait to time. talk about yeah, wait that's times. a wait times episode because that's a whole other can of worms. Yeah. So again, our overall experience was $60 for our family to go on Mickey's runaway rail, which averaged honestly in the time that we were there between a 40 and 60 minute wait. Yes. I mean, we went on that ride three times. Right. We went on it twice without a pass. Or I Yes, I went on it three times because I went on with Caleb. You and MJ were on Rock and Roller Coaster. But we went on the four of us during our paid Genie Plus experience. I, yep. I got off, immediately walked right went back on. into the line with Caleb and waited about 45 minutes and got back on it. And then after dinner... Our large group all decided to go on together because some of the people in the group hadn't gotten on it during the day. And there was a reason because they too couldn't get a fast, couldn't get a genie plus. For right. It. And there was a reasonable wait time after dinner that we could get that accomplished before park closed and before we headed over to the Magic Kingdom. So. Yeah, we paid we paid sixty dollars for ultimately stuff that we never really needed to use. Um, I guess had we been trying to go after Millennium Falcon, we probably would have been able to get that. Um, we didn't need to go after that because she was so kind. Really? Because nobody else in our group, in our larger family group, was able to get Millennium Falcon. Right. Because you and Caleb don't go on Millennium Falcon. So we grabbed two members from the from another family and we're like, hey, come on with us because we have these passes. Nobody else was able to go on it. Right. Nobody else was able to go on Rise of the Resistance. Um, I believe, one of the families. I believe one group did get on um, Millennium Falcon. I Yes. Maybe. The children maybe. Yeah, did. You the might adults right. did not. Yeah, you might be right. Uh, Slinky Dog. No, on that day, nobody was able to get on Slinky That's Dog. That's not true either. Mm. There was the group that, right when they walked in, went straight oh, for when we went to Toy Story Mania. The yeah, four right. of us. Um, but that was a two-hour wait time. Nobody. When I say they didn't go on it, they didn't use their Genie Plus to help them access any of the big stuff. The only way people got on anything was to stand in the lines. I'm pretty sure everybody that bought Genie Plus 
in our group. And uh, there was the other family friends of our son yep. who we ran into in the park. So yep. we didn't yep. even That's know right. were there. Also yep. said the same thing. They felt like Genie Plus was the biggest waste of money. Um, and they're frequent visitors to Disney. Um, I'm pretty sure everybody got like one. One ride. One ride. Everybody got one ride out of it. You're 100% right. Because Jess and her family got a rock and roller coaster out of it. I think the Libs got, uh, they may have gotten Millennium Falcon out of it. Yeah, I'm not sure remember. which ride they went after, but right. I think they got one. And yeah, you may. It was a nightmare. Again, you may be able. You may be able to grab a second, but. But it's not a top tier second. Well, or the other thing is like what what we found. I was able to grab that lightning lane for you and MJ to get on to rock and roller coaster, but it wasn't till really late. And then as the day progressed and we paid attention to wait times, the wait time dropped low enough that we were like, okay, there's, there's nothing else that I'm willing to wait for. Right. Rock and roller coaster of all things had rock and roller coaster and runaway railway had the lowest wait times at 50 plus minutes everything else was over a hundred minutes. So we weren't going to wait in those lines. So it was a get in line for this and suck it up. Or we're sitting here in on a bench staring at each other. Right. And th that's exactly the point, right? It's, it's at 1230, everything's gone. Anything worth having is completely gone. And then at that point, anything you do get isn't until eight o'clock at night, but it's 11 o'clock in the morning. So you're like, OK, so either I stand in line for rock and roller coaster for an hour or I sit in this goddamn park for the next seven hours doing stuff I really don't want to do anyway, spending money I don't really need to spend. So why am I doing this? Right. I think for us, because we have shared before, too, that we typically are a go into the park early, stay around 11, 30, 12 o'clock. Yep. We leave, go back to the hotel, relax and come back. And the reason we weren't doing that that day is because of the dinner yep. reservation. We had. But the biggest monkey wrench in it was a 350 yep. pass to get on to Runaway Railway. It didn't give us the opportunity because we didn't realize at that time that the wait time on that ride would drop further in the mornings right. everything's always really really high and we didn't know what was going to happen so we wanted to make sure that we got the experience and we paid that $60 so we were riding runaway railway right and so with a with a reservation at 350 in the afternoon and that's the part that really stinks like you can't plan your day no, no ahead way. of time where nope. with fast pass, when you were getting your fast passes 90 days before your trip, you could yep. look at, okay, on this day I have, and you could get two at a time. No, I'm sorry. You could yep. get three at a time. Three, three at you a time. You could get three at a time. You could look at everything and you could say, all right, these are my times. This is how I'm spaced out. This is how we're going to organize our day. 
with this. And you know what? Dumbo is at two o'clock. The fast pass for Dumbo is at two o'clock. I'm going to cancel that. And I'm going to wait in line for Dumbo for 45 minutes from 10 to 1045, because we know we want to be out by noon. And it's worth me waiting the 45 minutes to not spend the extra two and a half hours in the park. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I for me, I think. I'm I'm really a little bit puzzled as to why this system is so broken, because to me, fast pass worked like clockwork. It really went wet and they had it down pat and pretty much the same rides are available for fast pass as are for genie plus. Okay. But wait, let's get into that. You said the system is broken and I'm going to tell you what's wrong with the system. We talked about this the whole time we were there. People are paying for genie plus, right? And they are grabbing because they're paying for it. They are they are going on every two hours and they're grabbing any reservation that's available. So in our example, Star Tours, we saw it in every park that we went to, but I'll go back to Star, to Hollywood Studios. People are grabbing a Genie Plus Lightning Lane Pass for Star Tours which is a 15 minute wait tops. But because everyone is grabbing the lightning lane for it, they have to stop the standby line, let the lightning people lane on, the lightning lane people on. And now the standby line turns into a 35 minute wait. When if people just didn't use the lightning lane for it, they everybody could get on that ride in a 15 minute wait time. So they were taken. They they've taken those popular rides that everyone was waiting on and people were fighting to get fast passes for. And now they have funneled all of that traffic everywhere, but it hasn't lessened the wait times at the bigger rides. Does that make sense? I would push back on that. And here's my reasoning why. Like I said, FastPass was a pretty solid system. And FastPass was a system where at four o'clock in the afternoon, you could go on that app and you could find available FastPasses for rides. But But wait, babe. Fast pass was free. Yes. And paying for it shouldn't matter. Hear me out. So they should already know how many passes they can issue in a day to get people through the whatever you want to call it, the fast pass, the lightning lane versus the standby. They already had a system in place where they would pause the standby lane, let a bunch of fast pass people through, stop the fast pass lane, let a bunch of the standby people through and keep things moving. Disney already has the formula. They already know for those big rides. For those big rides. How many of these passes 
can we issue in a day? Right. And how do we time it out so that we can pump people through the system in both lines evenly? And those fast, there were fast passes for stupid things too. They didn't just create that for lightning lane. You could always fast pass Frozen Sing Along and Muppet Vision and the Finding sure. Nemo ride. Those were always, a f- they didn't add anything new. If, if anything, they've added more rides since Fast Pass existed. And so I don't understand. Actual yes. rides, like physical yeah. rides. So I don't right. understand why they can't use the formula from Fast Pass to make this system work better. The only thing I can think of that's causing this issue is because with FastPass, 90 days ahead of time, the only people that were allowed to make that FastPass reservation were people staying on property or those select Disney hotels like the Swan and the Dolphin and a couple that counted as Disney property at Disney Springs. So 90 days in advance, your Florida residents who are coming in for the day were not making fast pass reservations that far ahead. You were able to grab your three and you were competing with people who had their vacation plan. We know plenty of people who don't necessarily plan their vacation 90 days in advance. There are those people, even if they are going to stay on property, that decide, oh, you know what? I'm just going to head to Disney for a couple of days. And so I think what's really clogging the system, one piece of the issue is that every single person that is visiting that park that day is on at the exact same time trying to grab these passes. So that's, that's the issue with the timing. But like I said, I don't understand at all why they cannot make it work where they can figure out how many people go through that fast pass lightning lane and make it work so that it's not killing the entire system. Yeah. And, and, and that's it. It's killing the entire system. I will tell you, I read an article just this week that said, you know, things that aren't going to go away in Disney anytime soon. And one of them was this lightning lane genie plus thing. Let's talk about genie plus genie. Disney Genie, which is the free app that you plug in the rides that you want to go on and it makes suggestions. Anybody use that shit? No, I put stuff in for a couple of our days and looked at it and it was stupid because it was stupid. Even, you know, things like Flight of Passage that we wanted to try to get on. It would recommend it recommended a time in the day to go on it. And it actually said right on it, go on between, you know, try to get on between one and two thirty. And it said high volume, high volume. 
Like, why are yeah. you suggesting that I go on during a high volume time? And that was the case in more than one park when I did try to use it. I found it to be pretty useless. I can look at the app and I can see which rides got the lowest of the obnoxious right. wait times and just go ahead in that direction. Right. So again, I'm not the Disney CEO. I know I'm smarter than him. I'm smarter than most people. It's not tough, but I can tell you if, if it were me, I would stop all development in that area. Nobody is using it. I never saw it on anyone's phone, waiting in lines, conversations, talking to anyone. It's not happening, dude. Let it go. Like, listen to Elsa. Dude, just let it go. It's, it's useless, right? The actual Genie Plus sucks. Scrap it. Go back to the drawing board. Call me. I'll help you figure it out. It's not a problem, but it's broken. It, the shit doesn't work. Um, your lightning lane thing sucks. Absolutely sucks. You want to make everything a money grab. Here I was trying to pay you money to get on this ride and you wouldn't take my money. There was no way for you to set up a time to take my money. That's a problem. Like from a business development standpoint, that's not good. That's not a good choice. So overall, uh, we all know where I sit with it. But you as a huge Disney fan, talk to us about where you sit with the experience. Good, bad, just sort of recap it for us. So I did not enjoy the experience of Genie Plus or trying to use the lightning lane at all. Um, you know, I definitely think that it's broken. I definitely think that there are things that need to be improved. I don't know that I have quite as strong of an opinion as you do. Um, it's really hard for me to say anything bad about Disney, but because it right. is one of my great loves in this world. Um, but I am absolutely, as a diehard Disney fan, willing to say mm, th this is not their finest hour. It absolutely this is not what I would expect. You know what? Even getting aside from the fact that all they're trying to do is take people's money, again, fine. Because there are people like us that we might not like it but we'd be willing to pay that extra 60 bucks if it worked right to me again if they just went back to exactly what they did with fast pass only made just you make pay, me for, pay it, for it then i think that they could fix a lot of problems yeah now whether or not any of these issues still have anything to do with staffing or all that other stuff that goes with covid right. i have no idea um, but I think that the, there's no way, despite the internet having quite a number of very negative things to say about the genie plus experience, anyone that knows anything about the CEO of Disney world right now knows that he doesn't care about the customer experience. 
he cares about the money. So, so it's not going yes. anywhere. The question is, can he figure out and can Disney get to the point where they can make the money that they're looking to make, but do it in a way that's actually efficient and provide meets the customer right, need and provide satisfaction to the customer for a product that they're paying for. So that's what separates our podcast from anybody else, right? Because anybody else that you're going to listen to is going to have the same take on it that you have, which is, oh, it's not Disney's finest hour. Whereas you got me saying this sucks. You guys have totally screwed this up and you need to fix it because if it weren't for you, I would be telling people not to go back. Like until they get this fixed, it is not a good experience and it's super frustrating as somebody who goes on or or tries to help people with their disney vacation we saw firsthand people we were with that we couldn't help get on or experience things that they wanted to experience and that is awful because we know what the fuck we're doing and we struggled with it so just imagine what other people are going through so to me, that that that's where we're we're different from a lot of folks that you're going to hear. You're going to hear a lot of this just straight talk from us. And then the, the second thing I will say is we talked about it earlier when we talked about our experience with the staff and the and the frontline people that you interact with. While people higher above may be making awful decisions, the frontline staff made they experienced the best they could. There's a, a way in the app to compliment staff. Please don't just use the app to bash or to get rides or gene reservations. Take two minutes and highlight a staff person that has done something on your vacation that has helped you or has changed your experience. I, we, as we mentioned, I had an experience with my bag. They tracked down my bag. They brought the bag to Hollywood studios. I literally went back to customer service and they were like, oh yeah, you're the guy with the red bag. Here you go. Gave me my red bag. We didn't, we were thinking we were going to have to split up. I was going to have to run back to the hotel, get the bag, blah, 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 blah. We were all these plans in place. I showed up to customer service and I'm like, yeah, we have your bag. Right. So, and, and I said to the woman, it was a different woman that I spoke to. I was like, the first person that helped us, she was great. She said, oh, we have an internal system in which we recognize people. I'm going to put it through that. So do what you can to recognize staff because we know people aren't going back to work. We know Disney's having hard, everybody's having a hard time. Don't just bash and bitch. Highlight people, recognize people for the work that they are doing. Babe, anything else you want to, sort of uh, pitch in before we before we go? No, I think we've we've covered a lot of ground tonight. Um, a I, long episode. Yeah, I definitely would tell people that if you're going at a super busy time, mm. I honestly wouldn't recommend purchasing any nope. of, because it's going to be super busy no matter what. If you're yep. going during one of those times that is less busy, then, you know, and you and you feel like, OK, I might want to give this a try. 
certainly don't let our experience completely discourage you because like you've heard in our other episodes, um, you know, Andrea and Dave had a much different experience. I've read articles about people um, who have had good experiences. Not everybody has had an awful time using the system, but I, I do question what time of year it was that they were traveling. I know right. that I read one where, again, it was like January. So right. nobody's there. Um, you know, th- their experience is going to be very different. So depending on when you're traveling, I, I, would, I would caution using it. And in theory, you'd think the more busy it is, the more I should try to get these opportunities to jump a line. And it actually doesn't seem to be working that way. The busier it is, the less opportunity. You're not going to yep. get the bang for your buck out of it. Right. Yeah, that's 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 a great point. Absolutely. Um, so on that note, we're going to sign off. Uh, we appreciate everybody listening. Uh, hopefully you found this episode enjoyable. Uh, if you did, you can also catch me. Uh, Memorial Day weekend is actually a busy weekend for, for me, babe. I just got word today. I'll be closing the Comedy Connection show on Thursday, May 26th. So all of our um, French listeners, if you want to fly to Rhode Island to see me do stand up, you can come out May 26th. Who needs sure to go to your... Disney World when they can fly right. to see you in East Providence? When you can go to East Providence. I mean, what's better, Disney World or East Providence? And also, I mean, if you're going to be in Rhode Island anyway, Sunday, May 29th, that same Memorial Day weekend, I will be at the pub on Park. Oh, even better. So you could, I mean, that's a duo right there, East Providence and the pub on Park, the east side of Cranston. You can be in East Providence and the east side of Cranston, all seeing me do stand-up comedy. Um, So hopefully you enjoyed it. We had fun talking about this. Our next episode, well, we're still trying to figure out whether it's going to be Disney Blues because that's what you're suffering now or whether we're <laughs> going to talk about ride wait times because that was a big one for our vacation. Yes. We all talked about. Um, so we'll battle out what that's going to look like. In the meantime, travel safe. We appreciate you listening. We'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.